Here we go. The After Show But Later, episode number 159. It's your boys, Dean El Kukui, the only unofficial Kavino and Rich After Show. I feel like we can't get this show started if we don't no. just jump into the, the... There's the big purple elephant. Should we just talk about phase three? Yeah, bro. Jump into the deep end of the pool. All right. Where, where, where do you want to start with it? Uh, part Phase three, part A, part B, part C, part psychological fucking... Um, abuse De- right she wants to tear him down Ab- to- <laughs> abuse yeah that's abuse i was Listen, gonna say man. defamation yeah no i'm yeah that you know what when they first started talking about it and she was emphasizing remember i think it was behind the velvet rope and she was emphasizing her that she's so you know she's in whatever she's doing social worker and she has a degree and this and that and the other I would have to guess, and you can quote me if I'm wrong, guy. You work at the college, so maybe I'm wrong, and you'll probably know this because I know you worked with I know what department you worked at. Doesn't her field of work require some psychology classes? Yeah, pretty much. Right? She's, she's got a graduate degree in it. Maybe a couple uh communication classes. Mm-hmm. Right. And and so I don't know. The message is in the receiver. That at least that's what I learned in interpersonal communication so maybe i received the message wrong however behind the velvet rope it seemed like she wanted us to think she was super smart and intelligent now maybe that was just a vibe i caught but that's what i felt like when they were when she was explaining certain things that's that's the drift i got with that being said if she is super intelligent which i believe she is i'm confused on why she would want to emotionally tear this guy down who's had bully problems and trying to fit in problems his whole life until the last maybe 10 or 15 years. Why would she want to take him back to those moments and dig up those old feelings all for a sexual kink? Like I'm not Judy Mathis or Joe Brown, but I'm, and I'm not trying to judge, but I I don't, that's the part of this whole thing that I really don't understand. The part that I didn't get is where she's saying, um, her kink, if you guys missed it, part of phase three was um, Spot unveiled a few different sections of phase three, A, B, C, whatever the fuck. I don't know. But one of them is one of um, his wife. Even these nuts. He went A, B, C, these nuts. One of his wife's kinks is to fucking basically Cuck. put him down and degrade him and shit and call him a piece of shit, basically. And uh, the thing that I found most interesting is that somebody had mentioned um i think it was i think it was Kavina who was like well if this is her kink why does um why doesn't she do this shit to other dudes that she's with right and fucking leave spot out of it right and right. then she jumped in on the in show chat because she was right there every other comment was Kristen this week I, I know man so um she jumped in and she was like no um she said it only works with spot so this kink only turns her on if she's fucking putting down spot and talking shit to him so it doesn't work if there's any other dude she's hooking up with um this fucking whoever uh it only works with spot which makes me fucking feel some type of way because like you were talking about we know the jufro fucking walmart sneakers fucking you know we we know all that tuba player i mean you know and 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 he graduated i just i don't think it's healthy in a time where we focus largely on mental health to to drag up those old feelings potentially i i think there's i think that's when you start to play with fire um but that's my opinion 
you know, and it's not my relationship and I don't got a banger spot does. And so um, that's between him and her, but from the outside looking in, I don't know if she's going to hear this or not, or spot listens, or I, I don't know, but I just, I just don't understand how this could be a good thing. The, and the part, you know what? I think it, even if spot was all for it, I would have been like, mm, this still doesn't sound like a great idea, you know? But the fact that spot was like, he he's like, I even told her I'm going to have to process this and see if it's something I can get used to and all this shit. It's, it, that's already, that, it's a, it's a challenge <laughs> mentally right there. He just told you. Yeah. So I, I know, I mean, I know spot can be sensitive. Cavino came out and said, sensitive. Cavino was like, hold on let's break this down for the lames she wants to punk him bully him and like degrade him emotionally and then fuck him when she's done yeah that's what she wants to do and again i don't want to get in the middle of it i'm just i'm having a problem processing and understanding how any good except for the nut afterwards can come out of that Mm -hmm. and then um yeah, I don't know, Doug. I just I don't know because the fact that Spot was even saying um like she came home and, and this is another thing. This is another thing that she sounded pissed because he had oh. his date over or whatever. Why don't she go get a motel? And she was and make like, Spot pay for it, right? They got scratch. No, go, and, go to the fucking days in for the night. And no, and that's the thing, is that they try to make it like Oh, while she was in the garage in her fucking car all night. Doug, she can't pay fucking 20 bucks for an Uber to go, like you mentioned, to a hotel. Fuck it. Go kick it for the night. Right. right? She can go fucking, squeeze one out to porn. Yeah. Fucking go. Go. And then um, worry about the car in the morning. Right. But no, even, but she. I don't she, even feel guilty saying that about those two. No, but look it. But she wanted to um sit there in the fucking car all night. And pal and be pissy. Yeah. And then and, come and, back. And make and a I, big ass scene about it when wasn't that part of like phase one and shit is like, oh, we're not going to interfere in anybody's. And if anybody's feeling uncomfortable, we're going to let them know. And all the stupid shit they were saying. She didn't let nobody know. So, she, you know who she let know? The cameras on behind the velvet rope. But that's like when, but when it's lights, camera, action, Jackson, that ain't how it went. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah, I'm no- saying, bro. I told you, you know, and, and we won't get into it too much in detail, but I told you in private some of my feelings and, and I just, when they announced this, um, you know, I didn't have a good feeling about it. Let's just let's just say that. And I'm on record D with you, you know, in private. And, you know, and we like Spot. We love Spot. He's a part of the show, you know. So I don't want to. I don't want to be saying too much. You know what I'm saying? But I just I don't see how it's healthy. Um, they tried to say all the right stuff when it first happened, and and now obviously, if she was furious and she punched him in the chest, that's not healthy, man. I, I can't. well, I thought I thought the 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 dumbest fucking part was when um spot was going to pick up the house he's the next uh, blue face and christian rock well spot said he was going to pick up the house because he was going to have a date coming over right and christian she, she gonna lose a tooth and replace it with a spot tooth she got christian got fucking pissed because she was eight like spot tattoo eight, eight beards of spots beards tattooed on her uh-huh. instead hey instead of eye drops she's gonna get a tattoo of spots beard I mean that's it's gonna have to happen, I think. But yeah, but anyway, um, I I just thought the she made the biggest deal. I, I mean, I just think because think about it for a while, she was having her fun. Instead and, of three three dots, bro, she'll just have three spot beards. 
uh, did you get them all out? <laughs> nah, probably not. <laughs> Is that Spot had just mentioned that he was um having a fucking whack few months or whatever, right? Of right. this or a couple of months or whatever. And she's been on one, right? She's been fucking banging dudes and chicks and fucking Having everything parties yeah right and fucking spot is all excited because he's like oh cool i'm gonna have this fucking date for the first time in months or whatever since i had a other kind of date and then and then he's gonna he starts picking up the house and she starts giving him a hard time right. oh you can't pick up the house for me but you're gonna pick it up for your date and i think covino and rich made a good point because they were like well if you're gonna have company Aren't you going to fucking pick up even if like it's your brother coming by or who the fuck ever? I don't want the pizza man to look in and see a bunch of shit everywhere. Exactly. So why the fuck? So she would rather leave the house a fucking mess with company to come over. Because uh, you know what, bro? Because you know what? That looks bad on her too. Because you motherfuckers live together. So if he's a slob and you're not picking up his mess, you're a slob too. Well, he said that. Um, Spot yeah. said that. He was like... Um, he was like, well, she, because she was bitching, I guess, about him being dirty and messy or some shit. And he was like, well, she They're both being dirty and messy right now, bro. hundred <laughs> percent. But he was like, she accumulates a lot of shit too, you know? And, but then there she was Doug. And honestly, I'm like, I fucking, um, I don't want to, I mean, th- this is just my honest opinion, right? And that's why we're here. But no fucking lie to me, please. I fuck it, Doug. I just well, I I was just saying, I was trying to think like, do I leave this in? Do I cut it out? But I, Doug, I can't fucking stand the fact that she was on the in show chat going back and forth and her two cents. And then you could see the fucking people that were swinging from her nuts, like, you go, girl, you fucking, you know, like some of the females in the fucking on the Carl's page or whatever. They're like, oh, you do you, Kristen, empowerment. Oh, girl power, all this stupid shit. And then, and, but, and, and but I'm every, not knocking none of that, but they but are every, attention vampires. But every other fucking comment was her. It was like fucking uh, Mauser, Kristen. Why fucking, don't those two fuckers uh, get their own talk show? It, it was like, Right. I mean, I mean, they got fucking have kids. They said there's Cavino Rich. Why don't they have fucking Spot and Kristen fucking love talk? I don't know. Yeah, they could do. They could do like a, a spinoff behind the Velvet yeah, Rope series, off, right? Spin off over onto a different show. Because you know what, Spot, we love you. I respect what you're doing. You know, do what you got to do. Really, really not against any of that. Same with Kristen. You know, she seems like a driven lady. Um, but with that being said, I do what you got to do. But D, I, I told you about this today or earlier when we talked, you know, you want to be like, yeah, you know, man, dude, last night I was the shit, you know, I, I, you know, me and the old lady, woo, I still got it. Cool. Yeah. I'm not mad at you, bro. Like if but vague, are, right? Vague. I don't want to know detail. I don't want to hear you say I tied her up like a pretzel and her head leg was wrapped around her head and she squirted 19 times. Like, bro, that's, that's too much for me. I, I just, I don't need to know all the details. And so. Phase three went on for a long time of the show and it's their show. They can do what they want. I just spotty. I respect you. Do what you got to do. Dudes, chicks, both at the same time. I don't know, bro. Eat your ass, do cocaine. I don't care. None of that's my business, but (laughs) but you open yourself up when you tell everyone your business. And I just don't need to know all of it. You want to share a little bit like I'm good, but good God, dude, I don't need to know all that, that, I don't need to know you got punched in the chat chest, blue face. I'm just saying, is she going to go on TikTok rant next? I don't need to know all that, bro. Yeah, Doug, that fucking, it just threw me back to the, 
dirty peanut butter knives. Remember when he was like fucking pissed and he said he grabbed Kristen by the shirt and he was like showing her the peanut butter knife. Like, and now she's over here punching him. I'm like, fuck dog. Like, yeah. They're Cause fucking... he was aggressive in the past. Wasn't he? Yeah. And it sounds, it sounds like he's calmed down a little bit. Like he's very spiteful and sarcastic and shit, but it, it sounds like this dog from her bitching about the fucking um, cleaning the house to, I had to sleep in the fucking car or whatever the fuck she was saying. And to punching him in the chest and shit to fucking wanting to talk shit to him. I was like, fuck all kinds of shit. Felt like it came out in one night. No, for sure, bro. Like, I don't know. Again, it just, it just seems like they're getting a little carried away. And uh, I just, I feel like, I don't know, man. I feel like, they're going, they're rapidly expanding fast. I mean, you, you heard on the Friday show. I mean, I don't mean to put all this shit out there, but him and Perico became friends, even if it was just for a little bit, they became friends. And I feel like this is their theme song. You ready? Mm-hmm. I agree. Once they started, they're just on a roll. Someone let the dogs out. No, that's the thing, dog. Is that that's like the craziest shit. And <laughs> I feel like when, I'm worried for him. I'm kind of worried when, to be honest. When Rich brought it up, I was like, "Fucking Rich!" I feel like he always likes to bring up like, kind of like, like he likes to bring up Kavino's divorce, right? And he likes he to does. bring up he likes to bring up Spot being an orphan. And so he brought this. Well, yeah, up. That, I didn't like that. I didn't so like that. When when I but see, but I did when I first heard it, I, I was like, because it does bother me because I feel like I don't know what it is about Rich, but like like he brings up Cavino's um divorce on Fox Sports a lot, right? Where I'm like, okay, if you want to bring it up, like there's no class doing that. Save it more for the fucking the Carls, right? Not for the fucking national syndicated the fucking Carls? terrestrial terrestrial radio, right? Yeah. And and when it comes to like, I feel like that kind of shit. And then when he calls him like, oh, he brings up Spot being an orphan. I feel like it is a good question because you think, wait, if fucking Spot's mom was still here, would he be doing this shit? I don't know. But I feel like Rich brings it up a lot and puts it in Spot's head, even if it wasn't. But, because but look, I, he brought everything up, though. He said, I don't care what Greg or Marianne think. I'm still going to live my life. You can do whatever you want because your parents are dead, right? Yeah, like yeah. he just like, dude, he, it's like, they're like a cover up. Just why do we have to act like you have to give a justification for why spots doing what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And where I, where, where, um, fuck, I lost my train of thought. Well, I don't but, need justification. I just don't need details either. Yeah. No. Um, fuck. What was it? Rich Davis. No, 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 but just because, um, oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say, is even if it was in, like, Spot's subconscious about, okay, his dad hasn't been alive since he was, like, six, his fucking mom, you know, passed away, like, four years ago or whatever it was at this point, and even if it was in his subconscious, Rich is, like, planting the seed, like, making it at the forefront of his fucking brain, you know, like, now yeah. I'm thinking, fuck, am I doing all these decisions because of brainwasher, you know? he's brainwashing Spot. This just, is why you do what you do. Follow my finger. Tick, tock, tick, tock. <laughs> yeah. You try to hypnotize him. And, you know, I can't get over it. Like, um, Kavino is making fun of Rich this week because he was like, he's a, uh, you get so fucking giddy when Spot starts to talk about this shit. And Rich does take like an extra, like he gets an extra joy out of it. 
And I don't know if it's because like he's living through spot, like, oh, I, I wish had, I could do I some a, crazy shit. I had a buddy that used to say that. I'm married. I got to live through you. Yeah. Well, see, I don't know if it's that or is it. um. Ah, fuck. I had I had part B and I forgot it. Oh, well, whatever. Um, But yeah, but I, I just think about it and I'm like, is Rich living through spot? And he's just like, fuck, spot single or or. Oh, yeah. Here's my other point. Or is it because. It, it's so fucking weird, like. I kind of feel like Spot's always been the outcast, right? Between Kavino and Rich. Kavino and Rich and Spot. Kavino and Rich have always been like the normal dudes, whatever. Fucking kind of jockey, fucking whatever, bachelor dudes. And Spot was their little buddy, right? He was the fucking dorky one with the Jufro and the fucking Kmart blue light special sneakers, right? Now, he kind of came into his own for a little bit. He was married, cool. And, and he was, I feel like he was more in shape normal and average but then when you throw all of this shit out there the it beard. makes him a fucking outcast again no so of i i think that fucking turns rich on like fuck yeah like now he's a fucking weirdo you know um when before he was like becoming no. like more average well he, he grew from, up like, he super... became the beard the bearded wick and he became like he had his fucking beard and he would stroke it and he had his little part and he yeah. got a new identity and I just I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it was it was a lot. And to me, I mean, the first the first phase. Oh, that was something else that um that Rich had mentioned because Spot was talking about one of these shows like Love Is Blind or fucking whatever Fuck Island Twelve or whatever the fuck they're watching these days. Right. Um, Rich had told Spot because Spot was like oh, yeah, there's a lot of fucking hot-ass dudes on there, and there's a fucking lot of uh, fucking, you know, bad chicks or whatever. And Rich Rich was like, Spot, he's like, how did this shit just fucking turn from you watched last season and you were like, oh, there's some badass bitches on here. Oh, there's some handsome dudes. To now, it's like, oh, I want to fuck these dudes. Like, like, how do you how do you go so extreme from even one season to the next? And I don't like to me. I don't. I don't fucking know either. It's crazy to me. And I, you know what? And and there was something else that they said that Kristen had said that Spot hooks up with a vampire energy vampires. Did you hear that? I didn't get that. I I heard it, but I didn't understand what she meant. Well, they suck your energy. Like, like, like it sucks your energy out of you. You know what I mean? Like they, they, they demand a lot. They're demanding and they suck a lot of energy out of you. But, I, at least... but what, it, what does that mean? Is <laughs> I mean, I get that, but what does that mean? Like, so after spots with them, he's like, very like, thanks for noticing. Like very, I don't know. Or, or, you know, because what does that mean? I mean, I just if, they, was... if they, if they demand felt... a lot of attention, that's one thing, but is she saying that because she said vampire, they're draining it, they're sucking it from him? Afterward, is he like fucking can't even get up? I out took of it his... as as they just toss him to the side when they're done. Oh, but I feel like she's gonna do the same shit. Like well, I don't know, man. She she again, she's the psychology major. She's the one you know with the degree, not me. You know what I mean? I didn't even finish community college, but it was just ironic when I heard that because I was like, well, don't you think? At least to me, from the outside looking in. She's the energy vampire in his life, especially mm. after that big old fucking 
furious tantrum she threw. Yeah. That sucked a lot of energy. I mean, I don't know if she looks in the mirror or whatnot, but that had to suck a lot of energy, punching him in the chest and saying all kind of messed up stuff. And then the other thing I was going to say is those two better be careful, bro, because there are a few hookups away from Maury Povich, Jenny Jones, Ricky Lake, Jerry Springer, and Steve Wilkos. I'm just saying. <laughs> that, I mean, that was a lot of fucking talk shows right there. But Well, that's how close they are. Yeah. Um, they're not, they're not in the close to Steve Harvey yet. Steve ain't gonna have him on the feud. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just I just um Doug, and then one thing that made me laugh was Rich Rich was like because people kept asking, um, oh, how often are you guys getting tested for fucking STDs and shit? And um Rich was like, Why do people keep asking? He's like, When we were single, people didn't ask us. I'm like, Rich, you weren't fucking hooking up with a dude and eating his fucking ass and then fucking some chick. And then the next day, fucking like, like, and Rich can try to act like he's Mr. Cool Guy and he was having a million hookups a fucking night. But the kind of shit that Spot and Kristen are doing and the fact that they both have multiple partners fucking multiple times a week. That is, you can't even compare that to fucking Rich was dating a chick and then maybe he hooked up with this other chick no. fucking randomly. At, you know what I'm saying? They're fucking having fucking 12 sums basically like multiple times a week. There's cucks. So, Has Rich ever been a cuck? Exactly. And Rich is trying to be like, oh, well, no, they never asked us. We were fucking getting a lot of ass, but fuck it. They, no, gonna- we did though. We heard all the stories back in the day. We heard a lot of Rich's stories back in the day. I mean, we know about the couch and the blue jazz mug. Yeah. Uh, fuck, those those are all-time classics right there. But I just, I think about it, and I'm like, again, I feel like Rich is trying to insert himself into, into like, oh, well, fuck it. I was just as fucking, I was just as uh, uh, devious as fucking spot or whatever, and I'm like, the shit that him and his wife are doing are ain't none of them ever fucking fucked with shit like no, that. No, you're right. I agree with you on that. So I don't know, but but I don't know. More phase three or or what what do you what do you I'm done? At? Spot again, support you, love you, man. Do your thing. I root for you whichever way you want to go. And even if you want to go always, I, I don't care. I'm I'm there for you. I'm good. I root for you, but I just please cut back on all the extra, extra, extra details like I don't need to know that you guys are going to double penetrate. And, you know, the squirting part was cool. Get a, get a waterproof mattress cover. They got them at Walmart. They're about 15, 15 bucks. It'll save your mattress. But uh, I just don't need to know the extra details. I got to ask. Um, there was a weird stance that Rich took on. Um, the mound when he was in softball? No, on fucking Tom Brady's supposed new chick. Okay. Did you hear that conversation? No, I, I missed that one. Okay, well, it was like, Cavino came in and he was like, oh yeah, there's um like news about Tom Brady might have a new chick or whatever. And Rich just took like, I, I don't know if Rich was like, I, I don't know, I don't know how to read it. Because it sounds like it could be like, he doesn't want it to be true type of thing because he kept like, well, well, how many sources do you have on that? And and Covino was like, I don't know. It's in my fucking algorithm. I'm seeing it on social media, on TikTok, whatever. Right. And Rich is like, well, I'm looking it up, and I can only see one source and whatever, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, 
Rich sounded like he didn't want it to be true for whatever reason. And I'm like, is it because this new chick is bad and Rich is jealous? Or what the fuck? I'm like, I don't give a fuck, Rich. You're not Tom Brady. Even if if you're like, oh, I'm more handsome than him. Still, you're not fucking Tom Brady. So if Rich, Rich is like, oh, well, if I was single, I could pull bitches. Yeah, you could. But I'm like, fucking, you're not Tom Brady. And so I don't know if there was a jealousy to him where Covino was like, what the fuck are you getting so weird about? He was like, I'm just bringing up the fucking story. And you're making it like, oh, no, there has to be credible sources and all this shit. You're like, since when? There's always fucking rumors about, oh, fucking Kylie Jenner's fucking with this person and whoever the fuck is with this person. They're fucking rumors. And there's always, like Covino said, where there's, where there's smoke, there's fire, right? If there's these rumors and shit going on, they probably are fucking dating. And Rich came with the fucking, um, oh, he's 46 and he has a family. He has kids and shit. And Covino, they're not together no more, bro. And, and Covino goes, so because he fucking has kids, he's not going to want to fucking hook up with bitches and shit. He's freshly new out of a marriage. You he's think... Tom Brady. And then Rich was like, no, it's he's probably not like that. He he's um he's got a busy career or some shit. And I'm like, Doug, I'm like, so you're saying Bro, all these he fucking... was dating her when he was fucking had that other chick pregnant. What do you mean he's not like that? Yeah, I just you don't remember I, how that all went down when he met Giselle or what? I guess not, dog. I fucking uh, I don't know. Why does he um, care where Tom Brady swings his wang? I don't know. That's what made it weird for me to listen to. I was just like, I don't, I don't fucking get it. You know, uh, half the time I don't get shit he does. Yeah. Matter of fact, when he went in there to pee in that that tent, did he go in Rich Davis and come out Dicky Do? Oh, uh, he might have, but it was. I think it was actually Covino that peed in that tent. Oh, Rich didn't pee in it too. I just, I don't sorry, think I just so. assumed. All right. What? No. Um. Let me see. I'll, Go ahead. Bro, I was going to tell you, I was listening to the replay of our show. And we were talking about Casey Anthony and how she looked. Bro, I watched it again. Yeah. And she looks like Bruce Jenner before got <laughs> transitioned to Caitlyn. I'm just saying, good God, she's just not cute. Did you finish watching the series or, or no, do you still I'm... think she looks like Jordan? Uh, from From what I remember, yeah. I Not even with the Hunter beer goggles on. I don't remember. I, I've only seen, like I said, that first. I've only seen that first, like, um, few minutes of that first episode, but I completely forgot about it until you brought it up right now. I watched it again. I had to watch the third episode. You watched again. it again. I had to. I listened to our thing, and I'm like, you know, I'm going to go back and watch this shit again. I want to make sure that, you know, that I still stand firm on what I said on that episode. And, Man, those mannerisms, and she got these. She looks like she's a bare knuckle backyard fighter. I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, um, actually, there's some that are pretty bad though. Bare knuckle uh, backyard fighters. Yeah, well, not backyard, but bare knuckle. But she got a face like Huckleberry Hound. I don't know. <laughs> All right, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna continue That's with my opinion long, because I have to watch fucking snout and shit. I don't, I'm just saying, bro. I don't know. Um. Yeah, let me see. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, they did have a conversation this week about sending back drinks as far as if you're not satisfied, are you going to mention it? Are you going to fucking send it back? Are you going to just suck it up and drink it? How are you going to do it? I don't think I've ever sent back a drink. No. So I don't know. No, I'm not. I'm not. 
Oh. Sorry, that was my mom, bro. <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to take her call right now. But... <laughs> um, hold on. Let me throw. She's gonna call back. I already know she rocks. You there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. No, I'm I'm not sending a drink back because you know I've worked. Anyone who works in 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 the fast food or the restaurant industry or whatnot, you know that every time you do that, you're playing with fire, depending on who you're sending it back to. Yeah. And so now, nah, if if I, I'm not even gonna request another one. Usually if I got a complaint, I'm going to complain at the end. So they can't bring me no fucked up food or drinks or nothing like that. And, you know, I don't usually complain to get money off or free stuff anyways. I just complain kind of to let them know. So hopefully the next person has better service. Mm -hmm. And if they want to give me something at the end, that's cool. But um, no, I don't send nothing back. And uh, I don't, I don't get down like that. I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I don't want to get my shit fucked with. I've never, I don't think I've ever sent one back. Um, even if, because Rich, I think it was Rich, or it may have been Cavino, I don't know, I don't, but one of them was like, oh, well, I'm not a fucking 22-year-old kid anymore trying to get fucked up, so um, I want my drink to taste good, uh, so if it's super strong, I'm not gonna like it or whatever, I'm like, just, I don't know, to me, I'm like, is it that fucking big of a deal to just fucking drink it? I don't, I don't know. I don't August, know. August is August is, you know, she she's she's picky. August is picky. But there's times that, you know, she's not a, a hard, she don't drink a lot of alcohol. But even when she gets a hard stiff drink, she just deals with it. Takes her a little bit longer. She wet, lets the ice melt with it to kind of water it down. They yeah. all come with ice. If you just chill out a little bit, it'll water itself down. Yeah. No, I can't. I'm not sending it back, dude. No, I'm not. Um I'm I'll not just fucking drink back. it. Yeah. I'm not sending food back. I'm not sending nothing back because like I said, I know better for me. If it was bunk, I'm just not going to order it next time. You know what I mean? And like I said, at the end, I'm like, Hey man, you know what? If, if they say, Oh, what? You know, cause they come to the table, right? Like that's where you got to use your game. You got to be smart because if you don't eat something, if you order an appetizer, right? Let's say you get some artichoke spinach dip and you take like three or four chips worth, right? And there's a big ass fucking circle of the shit mm-hmm. and you only got a little corner carved out. They're going to ask you what was wrong. Well, you didn't like your artichoke finished it, right? Don't they ask you every single time? Yeah. Let them do the speaking. Yeah, you know what, man? To be honest, it was cold in the middle. And uh, no, I didn't like it. That stuff wasn't good. Yeah. Then you just be honest like that. But they're asking you a question. You're responding instead of looking like you're out to get free shit. Oh, you like- know what? I'm glad you said that because that's one of the things that Cavino had said is that he was waiting for the he because Cavino was like, I've been a bartender. Oh, before. he sent it back? No, no, no. I I think he was asking about if you should send it back. Mm-mm. Um, but I don't think he did because he said that he drank it, but he was waiting for the dude who made it to be uh-huh. like, hey, hey, hey. So, so how was that? Because right, us- usually bartenders take a pride in it, right? Like, they hey, do. so so was that fucking good or whatever? So Cavino said that's what he was waiting for, so he could throw him with the, you know, actually. It wasn't the fucking best or whatever, you know? And he yes, said, brother, the, the dude never fucking did it. He never hit him with the, hey, so how was it, you know, or whatever. So Camino said he was just like, every time the dude would come over, he's like, eh, eh, like, all like ready to tell him. And the dude never fucking, maybe the dude knows that it fucking tastes like shit. I don't know. But you know what, though? A good bartender, if they're smart and they're playing for tips, they're going to ask you before they pour it, how do you like it? How do you like your drinks? You like them strong? Yeah, they're going to ask you, you know, I pour, I have a heavy hand, right? I mean, we haven't all, we've heard that. So 
the good bartender should say that. You know what I mean? Because you're right. I agree with Cavino. I don't want a drink that I don't like. He's right. We're too old for that shit. It's like that falls in line with my other theory. It's get your own blunt, right? I'm, I don't need to pass you my blunt. We're grown men. It's legal in like most states. Get your own shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not passing you a cigarette if I smoked either. So I'm with Cavino on that, that, you know, I want what I want and I like what I like and, and I don't want a bunk drink. I want it to taste right. But with that being said, I think it's up to the bartender to ask you how you like your drink. And because that's the way, you know, if they gauge what they need to do to make you happy, that's going to probably result in a larger tip for them in the end. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, they did have a conversation about going back. If you could go back to basically one moment in time. Phase Z? Um, yeah. Are you going to something like historical like fucking you're going to be there to fucking on the no. bay of the beach when fucking Jesus is walking on water. Nope. Or are you going to fucking be like, uh, at the hospital when you're fucking being born or where nope. are you going back? I'm going to do, I'm going to be like Biff and I'm still in the almanac. I'm just saying, and back to the future. Mm -hmm. I'm still in the almanac. I want to, I want to go back in time, still me an almanac, come back. Not treat people fucked up like Biff did, but get rich. I want the almanac. Okay, what if you couldn't, but you could just be a fly on the wall? What do you mean? If you could go back into one of these events, but be a fly on the wall. Basically, you're there as like a hologram, right? You're there, you're not fucking, okay. you can't change anything. Uh, maybe you could talk to people, but it's not going to change anything. Just really be a fly on the wall and see the experience as it's happening. See fucking um, sit really? next to fucking uh, Abe Lincoln getting shot in the head or some shit. I care about that? I want. I if 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 that if we're playing that game, and that's the question you're asking me, I want to be. I want to go back to the Big Bang, to to Genesis one one. You know, and on the first day, I, I want to go back to one of those moments. If, if that's the case, I want to go back to something like that. Like that would be ultimate. And, you know, you want to start talking minor league shit. Now you're talking Roswell and Abe Lincoln. And I don't care about Abe Lincoln. I mean, he didn't do nothing for me. He just, the only way I know he's on the $5 bill. You know what I mean? Like I'm good, but uh, maybe the, I, I want to go to the creation. I want to, I want to go to, to point A where it all started. Genesis 1-1. I feel like I would do something, I think, um, I don't know if I'm doing something with my family or if what I'm doing, but what I'm definitely not doing, like you mentioned, you're like, fuck that, I don't give a fuck about Lincoln, right? There was people, Doug, there was some dumb ass people in the fucking chat who were like, uh, I'd go back and fucking, um, oh, I think they did mention you could change shit because they were saying, like, I would stop fucking Lincoln from getting shot in the head or some shit. I'm like, dog, for real, you can be fucking selfish. You could, like, were, were you, were you... Why don't you want... stop racism altogether if you're going to do something like that? <laughs> yeah, like, like they're saying it's the one thing that you could do that were fucking only, like, you, right? So, like you said, I'm going to go back to the Big Bang or I'm going to do something where I fucking... So you're going to go and be fucking Mr. fucking um, superhero and save fucking Lincoln? Like, who gives a fuck, dog? What if you meet Lincoln, you're there at the fucking movie, and he's a fucking dickhead, and you're like, I don't even like this motherfucker. Oh, right. well, I'm already here. Now what are you, you going to do? You well, know? And, not, and not only that, bro, think about it. Like, they lied to us. They lied to us about our history. They tell us the history they want us to know from day one. Exactly. Even to make, even to make a statement like that, bro, like, 
you don't get it whoever said that don't get it they don't understand how the shit works. oh there it wasn't one person there was a lot of those I mean, they all fucking... don't get it you can quote them quote me on that they were snarls yeah. or what but you know i'm trying to think of i don't know the route i would take um i don't know if it would be something like personal family i don't know if it was like because doug like um Kavino and rich were saying like if you could prevent something they're like Oh, if you have a family member that fucking prevent, you said be a fly on the wall. So, so I just want to clarify my statement because being on a fly on the wall would be the creation of, of everything. Yeah. Like I don't need to see my dad being born or, you know, like I don't have to see, if I'm just a fly on a wall and it's just like to just observe, I don't need to see nothing with my family. I think, I think I added the fly on the wall now that I'm thinking about it because I remember them saying, well, I am fly because I remember maybe that's what it was. I saw the fucking Lokes and I was like, fly on the wall. It has to be a fly on the wall. Um, oh, fuck. But better, hey, better than a fly on a turd. I, because what was it? They mentioned something. Turd. Oh, yeah, yeah. They had conversations about, oh, if your fucking family member died, you can go back and prevent it or some shit or whatever. But I'm like, I don't know, Doug. I'm like, I, like, like. I, I don't know. I'm like, well, for real, that'd have no. to be some thought. And people were just jumping on the fucking... I would do this automatically. They already knew they were going to go save Lincoln or whatever the fuck it was, you know? Here's the thing, bro. I'm no Kristen, but with that being said, everything happens for a reason. I don't want to prevent anything that's happened because there was something to learn from that happening, even if I didn't understand it then, even if I don't understand it now. Things happen for a reason, and you're supposed to learn from them and grow from them, and that's what builds you, right? You're never a finished product until you croak, and whether you understand it or not, when you go through tough and turbulent times, it's building character. It really is. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's it's also building life experiences. It's not the ones that we desire, the ones that we chase after, because it's challenging, right? When you go through death and you go through heartache and you go through all that, Every day is a challenge and a struggle and you wake up and you don't know if it's going to get better or not when you're in the middle of it. You know what I mean? But you keep fighting and you keep doing the best you can. And then things get a little better day by day. It's a little better than it was the day before. Like, I don't want to get rid of none of that stuff, man. Like, I can't challenge the creator and why shit happens and, and happens the way that it does. I mean, that's bigger than us, man. That's bigger than us. And I think that things happen like that to teach us lessons. And we're supposed to learn from even the bad stuff that happens. Just my own opinion. Agreed. Um, there were so many fucking song references I was going to try to interject with while you were talking, but I fucking let you have it. So I Thank guess you. I'll move on. Right. Move <laughs> uh, on. Yeah, let's see. That was... um. Oh, I have... All right. <laughs> Doug. So, or no, no, I don't... Uh, nah, never mind. Let me see. Uh, um, Did you watch Sebastian Maniscalco... Maniscalco, I don't know why the fuck I can say that right now. Did you watch Sebastian's new special? Yes or no? How well you know me, yes or no? Oh, you didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Okay, well, I watched it. There was a um a couple of things. Um when I, I gotta I I know um oh fuck yeah, I just remembered something else. Fuck uh, yeah. Hey, fuck you, man. <laughs> Um, okay, well, there was, I watched this new special, and before I watched it, I heard um, Kavino and Rich talking about it. Kavino said he liked it. Um, he said he didn't love it. 
Rich said it was all right. But then Rich had a couple of comments where Rich said it looks like he didn't work out the material enough. Um, it looked like there was some like times where he was stumbling over his words and maybe he was fucked up. And no, I, I was when I heard this, I was like, I was like, Rich is full of shit. This is what I automatically thought, right? Because I was like, typically they record, you know, on average now they're doing three or four to make one special, right? So right. they're taking, they're cutting different parts from every, you know, show that they did Does to make the it the same suit. Yeah, they they fuck the continuity has to be perfect because even if like the hair, there's a hair sticking out over here, it better be a sticking out it, it, in every fucking yeah, every version of it. So um, yeah. So when Rich was saying that, I was like, but they record how many fucking at least now three, if not more. And but yeah, no, when sure. I watched it though, I was like, Rich was right because there was um. A lot of the jokes were very fucking generic. Like he had a joke about a kid in his um a kid in his kids class identifying as a lion or something. And Rich hit the nail on the head with that. He was like, there was really no punchline. He was just like Was he born in August? He uh I, I don't get it. It wasn't a Leo? Oh no. No. So he goes, Rich was like there was really no punchline after that. He just kind of said it. And I was like, yeah, you know. Um, and then there was a spot in particular where I remembered where wow. where fucking Sebastian said something. And then he kind of like, he did stumble over his words. And I was like, who the fuck produced this shit to where they, they couldn't cut this shit out and, and grab like either a better one? Or was this all done in one or two shows? And he fucked up both times or something. I don't know, but it was a little clunky, a little too bland. Um, and I think I, I compared it to the fucking sophomore slump. And even though this is like his fifth special or whatever, a lot of times in music, you have um, bands come out like right, they've been working for 15 years on an album and they come out with this album and people love it. Right. Right. And then the record companies, are like, okay, let's fucking, let's ride that fucking hype and let's get another fucking album out as quickly as we can to ride the fucking hype from the first album. That's what I feel like this special was, is so, that... Go ahead. That brings to to a good question. It's kind of off topics, but it's not. Because Avatar took so long, will it live up to the first hype? I think it might. I think it might. Because if they would have had it the next year... Mm-hmm. I feel like it would have been a fucking a shit show even two years later. But the fact that how many years ago was it already? 10 years, maybe? Yeah, but you got uh, let me interject. Okay. How many more times can it get stolen now versus 10 years ago? How how much are movie box office? Are we are we averaging the same shit? Do movies average the same amount of views? And they might. Uh, and I'm not saying they don't. But I mean, what are the sales? I mean, because it's right after COVID. Are we back to pre-COVID numbers or even COVID numbers or there's for a lot some, of analytics for something like Avatar. And I mean, I'm ignorant because I, I haven't seen the first one, but for something like this, I think people would go out to the actual movies to watch it. I don't think this is one that they're going to watch on their fucking, you know, unless they have a dope ass setup with the fucking surround sound and shit right now. You know, I, I think it's I think they're going to actually right go out. now. 
What? It's on pause right now. Is but that some TikTok with, shit or what? Nah, no fucking code I. But oh, with okay. that, with that being said, though, I re- I read a fun fact today, and the fun fact they were talking about Black Panther, Wakanda, and a lot of these, uh, even like Top Gun, and a lot of them, like they have a big ass opening weekend, but they don't sustain it. And back in the day, you could have a big ass opening weekend, and sometimes even have a bigger second or even a third. You know, like you, the, mm. the momentum just builds. And it almost seems like what I took that as, and and you know you can agree or disagree, but it's almost like having um, songs in your intro for sitcoms. The attention span with TikTok, and and you know, I, I, are people going to go see it? And when the momentum builds, is that because people saw it multiple times? How many people like a movie? I know when Return of the Jedi came out, when I was when I was just a little boy, little a little little whippersnapper. Um, when I was a little whippersnapper and I wasn't seeing Return of the Jedi, I think I seen that shit like four times in the theater. Yeah. Shit, I saw the color purple twice in the theater. I, I think I saw Super Bad more than once in so, the theater. So when's the last time you saw something more than once in a theater? Oof, maybe since Super Bad in like 07. So that so you know, some analytics come into question for me. I agree with you. I think maybe even if the movie's better. I don't know if it's going to translate into more box office uh, money generated. Yeah. Um, Because they're saying it's already under underwhelming. Like they're saying after the first, because they had a soft opening Wednesday and they're saying they projected like 175 to 200 uh, through the first weekend. And they're thinking it's like 130 to 150. So it's already kind of letting them down. And I guess they said, depending on who you ask, it costs 250 to 350 to make it. And that, that, you know what, D, that brings me to my second question. Going off of what I, what I just said, should they be shelling out 250 to 350 to make a fucking movie these days? That's a lot. That's yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. But I mean, with box office and streaming and this and that, I think, I don't know. I, I don't know, but I doubt that. If a movie is going to be that big, like a fucking Avatar or like a fucking Transformers or some shit, I feel like they already they've done the fucking the math and shit. They know. I, I doubt they're going to fucking come but out in the bust. negative. Movies, but what that that's my point though. You got to crack three fifty to break even. Yeah, that's a big number. You know, you're talking almost a half a billion dollars to make one fifty, and and and. and you know, and I understand the, the magnitude of everything because if it does crack off, now you got figurines and fucking Monopoly games and whatever else you, deals you got out there for licensing. And mm-hmm. it's going to mean a lot of money, a lot a lot of views, a lot of downloads, a lot of streams, whatever. But um, you just, it's, I don't know. That was, that was the question. Do you think it's going to, do you think it's going to exceed the first one? Um, it did a couple billion. The first one did a couple billy. Over how long though? Over the last ten years, or in the probably, first month, since, first year? The, I think total in totality. So I guess we're gonna have to wait ten fucking years to mm-hmm. to know. But um, there was something I wanted to bring up, completely off topic from what you're talking about. But um, there's somebody that listens to Kavino and Rich, and also listens to our show by the name of Lisa Paraggio. Okay. And um, fucking oh, Lisa? Preston, I had um, Preston these linked- nuts. I had linked the show on the Carl page and I was like, Hey, you know, uh, here's our latest, check it out, whatever, whatever. And then Preston chimed in. Um, Kavino and Rich are always yelling at her because she always has her comments. Oh, sorry, Preston. Well, <laughs> well Preston chimed in and she was like, 
what did she say? She was like, ah, fuck, you know what? Let me find it. So I could, um, it, it, it was, it was along the lines of, what did you say? I didn't even, I don't even know what you said. That was bad. Pressing these nuts. Oh no, that was funny. I like it. Um, let me see. Uh, she had said, let's see if I can find it pretty quickly. Uh, fuck, I don't want to have to edit. So I'm, I'm going to, if I can't find it in the next few seconds, I'm going to fucking. Bro, I was at the swap meet at 8 a.m. today, bro. Oh, right here. Oh, fuck. Damn it. Um, I just found it right now, and then I when I went to click on it, it fucking... Oh, right here. Okay, let me... She put serious question. Okay. Um, that started convening a rich. To me. Oh. She right. put serious question. You have power. a show... She goes, you have a show about two people. Because I had put like, hey, check out the show or whatever from this week or whatever. Yeah. So she put serious question. You have a show about two people. Two people. I don't know why I keep saying people. You have a show about two people. Does it bother you when one of the two isn't even able to recognize who you are? What? Because do you remember one time um, Covino said something about Biggie DeLine and Rich said, oh, was that Rich said he confused me and Biggie DeLine or some shit. Okay. So she's saying that Rich can't even recognize me. So she's like, does it bother you or some shit? Rich so, knows who you are. So I put nope. I I don't give a fuck. No, I know I I know he does, but I, but whatever. And then um, she put when I heard that last week, I was heartbroken for you. Why? Right? I don't fucking know. And I put thanks. I go, but if I was that insecure, heartbroken, heartbroken is a, a strong word. Yeah. Well, she put the heartbroken emoji. Eesh. But she put even worse. Or, no. So I put if I was that insecure. I wouldn't put myself out there week after week. So don't feel bad for me because, and so along that, okay, well actually what, where I was getting to with that was um, then Lisa Paraggio made her comments because I told you she listens to us and Kavino and Rich. Uh-huh. She put um, some of their banter on the after show, but later isn't so much pro the guy who can't pick Daniel Javier Fitz out of a lineup. So, so Lisa Praggio is saying Shout that Lisa. our banter isn't pro-rich, right? And then she put, I sometimes wonder what came first, the chicken or the rotten egg. And Ooh. I was and so I told her, I told her, I was like, our show isn't based like if, if Rich makes a comment, even if he's like, like he's even said. Oh, uh, Daniel Javier Fitz said this. Uh, he's a fucking knucklehead, you know, does no shit or whatever. Or he says a shit about everybody, right? Whenever right. He, he disagrees with them. So I told her. Can't take it I, personal. So I told her, I was like, um, let me tell you what I said. So I said, never had any ill will towards Rich. I've met him a few times and he's always been very welcoming. We've never changed our, we've never changed our tune because of this or that. If you go back and listen to the very beginning episodes, I don't think much has changed on that aspect. I don't agree with them most of the time, but it's never meant to come off vicious. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is, 
if Rich was even like, because we know Kavino shows us love. We right. know Rich doesn't give a fuck, but he, he doesn't. A little, he gives a but, little bit. No, but the thing is, he doesn't mean it in a bad way. He just don't give a fuck about nothing. He's just Rich it, Davis. Exactly. So I'm like, if Rich was even like, that show fucking sucks. That wouldn't influence me to be like, I'm going to talk shit about Rich. I just, we've been doing what we've been doing from the beginning, where the reason why, if she, if people think, I was going to say Lisa, but if people think we're talking shit, it's not. Yeah. I'm I'm just disagreeing because that's it. And and the whole point when me and Johnny started the show, we would before we started the show, we would like years ago just fucking bullshit like talking about this or that. And you know if we agreed with Rich, we would say it. And if we disagreed, and it just so happens that I grew up very differently than Rich. Right? I fucking have different. Rich never had Tampico. And and so when I think about that, I'm like, it's just always i mean if I, i'm gonna disagree with them a lot and that's just the what's gonna come out of my mouth you know what i'm saying so it's not like oh rich doesn't give a fuck about the show so let's talk shit about him no just like earlier um i forget what i had said where i was like he made a good point about i don't know what and that's just my opinion you know so if there's shit that i'm digging then i'm gonna say it and if there's shit that i disagree with i'm gonna fucking say it so I just I don't want people to think, oh, I I fuck it. Or even if, if people like talk shit to us, or whatever, like we have our, our loyal listeners, right? They're not always gonna agree with us. No. Like, um And we're I not think, mad at them if they don't. I think it was Dirk Schatz who hit me up or hit us up on um YouTube and was like, You guys got your Canadian heartthrobs all wrong, and I don't know what he was saying or whatever. And I'm like, Okay, cool. We fucking we said something. He has a different opinion. That doesn't mean I'm gonna be like, "Hey, fuck that guy." I don't want him to listen. Well, I don't give shots, a fuck. That douchebag. Exactly. I'm like, I don't give a fuck if he if no. he. That's his he opinion, his right? Op- he can have his wrong opinion. Kavino will tell you. Fucking Carl, your wrong Doug, opinion. Carl Reinhardt will tell me fucking all the time about shit. He disagrees with us and shit and this or that. Hey, but you fucking listen. Cool. I dig it. You know, we don't Shout have out Carl Reinhardt. We don't have a fucking Joe Rogan size fucking audience. I so I fucking dig it. If you want to tell us something, cool. You know, it doesn't I mean but so for, for people to think that we're influenced in no. in the fact that like it I feel like uh, if I was it's at genuine. A, Our shit's genuine. Like who yeah. we agree with, like we do primarily agree with Cavino, but we can relate to Cavino a little bit more. Exactly. Exactly. And and I've even said like where we talk about spot and shit and how like um he'd get friend zoned and shit and this and this. And I'm like, oh fuck, that was the story of my life when I was younger. And I'm like, and, and you know, we'll we'll talk about the aspects that we can relate to and fucking like Rich saying how he can't fucking um he Rich will he'll find like a drawing he did when he was a kid and it meant the world to him when he was a kid and he'll be like ah, and he'll fucking throw it away. Right. Because he doesn't right. he's not he's, he's not, not attached to fucking anything. I no, know I would probably hang on to it and be like, fuck, like kind of, you know, reminisce about it, whatever. I might put it in. I might put it in a box or something. You know, that's not Rich Davis. We're just Me different either. people. So I, I just think about it and I'm like, and I'm like Rich in that aspect. With, you know, what? I'm the same way. I'm not saving shit. I don't I mean, I you know, maybe a one report card here. But yeah. I don't got like all the report cards. I mean, I don't need fucking third grade, fucking third quarter. I have all of my fucking yearbooks <laughs> from every grade I've ever been in. I got Facebook for that. And classmates, if you're desperate. 
you know, I don't know where they are. I'm pretty sure they're at my mom's house somewhere, but I told one know? of my, my friends from elementary school, I, I would um let them know when I found them. Well, you know what I got to say about that is this, is to answer that question on why we don't take it personal, because we started this show saying that Rich was talking shit about Covino's failed marriage on Fox Sports. He's talking shit about fucking Spot. Do you think that we take it personal if he talks shit about us? Those I are know. his homies. He's talking shit about his homies. Like, I'm supposed to get mad and shit? Like, we could barely get him to fucking tune in for all we know. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I'm going to get mad at Rich. I'm not mad at Rich. Yeah. No. Our shit's um, real. The way, yeah. If we agree, we agree. Because we'll tell you if we agree. There's times we do absolutely agree with Rich. It's not very often, but it does happen. And, and there's and you think about it like there's aspects of of him that like when I, it comes to gambling and shit, that's something that fucking Cavino don't give two fucks about. He's like fuck that. I work hard for my money. I don't want to waste it. And I I could sit there and talk to Rich all day about teaser bets and parlays and this and that. And I fucking that's something I could relate to Rich a shit ton on. But it's just like you know I, I don't know. It's just not something that even like you and I talk about very often. You know. Well, you know, because you know what's crazy. And then so you just said how what your stance is on it and you kind of more aligned with Rich. And for me, I'm kind of in the middle. I can talk with you guys about teaser bets and parlays all day long, but I don't want to lose money like Covino. So if I go to Vegas, my teaser or my parlay is only going to be like 20 or 50 bucks at the most, probably like a, a 20, 25 spot. You know what I mean? Like a two or three way parlay. And and I'm not I'm just not gambling heavy. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know what you gamble and I'm not asking what you gamble. And I don't know. And well, Rich has said what he's gambled, but I don't do that. I can talk with you. So I'm in the middle. I can talk with you guys about it because I like it too, as well. And I like to be able to predict sports and the psychology of sport, but I'm like Kavino where I don't want to lose a shitload of money. Even if I think I'm right, I don't mm-hmm. let my ego and my arrogance and what I think is my knowledge of sport also get in the way of, uh, you know, bad behavior. So if I'm doing it, it's purely for fun and it's not about winning or lose. It, it's about winning or losing, not the amount. Yeah. It's just no, more no. about being right. No. And for real. And for me, it is. And I bet fucking minimal amounts of money. And um, but for me, it's just it makes it a little more exciting to me. That kind it of does. shit is just like, fuck, like you said, like being right. Like the other day I had bet. um, I think it was. The Niners plus, no, no, minus, no, no, I forget, whatever, whatever it was, it was plus or minus seven, and what they ended up having was eight, so I fucking, I I just, I, I just won the bet by them making that one more point, so I was like, fuck yeah, and I, I had, you know, adjusted and looked at the different lines and shit, to and I was like, hmm, I think this, I think this. And then when you do it, it doesn't matter if you have five dollars to me or fifty dollars on it. The fact that you're right is like that's ah, it. That's fucking that's dope. It. You know, it's it's all about being right. It's there not was... about the money. And and I'll tell you the truth. And and so for me, the same shit. When I went to the Raider game in Vegas and we walked from the fucking Luxor to the game, and you can place a bet at the Luxor before you get to the game. Mm-hmm. And now you have a bet in your pocket and you're at the fucking game. And, and you're in the best stadium, in my opinion, in the NFL, that's a whole different vibe. Like, it wasn't about the $20 bet. It was about being right, being in the environment, experiencing the moment, and being right. That shit was, but I was wrong. But that shit was great. <laughs> I mean, that shit was great. It, you know, that's, for me, and, and again, like I said, it was just a $20 bet. Yeah, and uh, and see, and I always have, like, 
when it comes to like UFC fighting, I always have like the dumbest logic of all time, but a lot of times it fucking pays out. Like there was on Saturday, it was a UFC fight night. It was the last event of the fucking year. And it goes, there was somebody, there was a Nurmagomedov that wasn't related to Khabib, but I go, this dude's a fucking Russian. And Nurmagomedov over there is like the fucking Garcia, right? It's like everybody fucking has a name over there. Right. Well, it was a Nurmagomedov and he had the Lincoln, right? Fucking beard, the full beard with the no mustache. And anytime <laughs> you see a Russian with the fucking full beard and no mustache, the vodka, the vodka that, gets stuck in the mustache. That, that motherfucker is going to win. So, uh, okay. That's so it, watch- that's it. No, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. We're talking about. The message is in the receiver. So I got a question for you. Are you here to tell me that if the fighter's Russian and he has a barbon with no bigotes, most likely he's going to win it. And that's how you place your bet? That one? um, Yeah. Yeah. I based that one. Most most likely. Okay. And if it's um, maybe it's a Brazilian versus like an American. I'm going, okay, the Brazilian most likely is a Brazilian black belt in jiu-jitsu, right? Or or he's a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I'm like, cool, I'll probably vote on the Brazilian person, You're right? Gonna You're going to vote, bro? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where do you I'll take vote. the ballot? I'll vote. Or if it's usually any foreign person versus an American, if it's an American that I'm not too familiar with, I go, us as Americans, we're a little softer. So if you're going to fucking, you're going to vote for some cold shit, but you're right. Right. So if you have the Iranian versus the American, I'm like, uh, exactly. This dude's probably lived a crazier life than fucking the American that was born in Ohio. It's cold. Exactly. So and and then uh, when it comes to females, I've talked about this fucking. That's not fair. Where's my certificate or trophy? And see, I've talked about it a lot on this show. I know. But when it comes to two female fighters, if I'm not familiar with them, I, I sometimes I take in that American versus Russian. I take, you know, there's a little, a little shit, right? But hold on. If the chick, I usually go for the uglier one because I feel like the uglier one has had a harder life. She's probably more angry at the prettier one, right? So I feel like she's going to beat the shit out of the prettier one. Most, time, most times that works too. So so it's these stupid little things that I like. So go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, that's what I was going to ask you when it when it comes down to that. You just pick the one that looks more manly. Not not more manly. It could be like there could be two that are like feminine, but this bitch is butt ugly. And then this bitch, you're like, oh, what's she doing in fighting? She could be a model. I got, model, I got 20 on Casey Anthony. I, I, exactly. Right. You're not going to fucking put 20 on Sarah. If she's fighting Casey Anthony. Right. No, because you go. Sarah's probably had a more privileged life. Probably had a lot more yes men around her. Probably right, but the bitch with the mm-hmm. fucking big ass beak and the fucking mole on her eyebrow, probably had a tougher life and is probably you know. So so I heard when she was in jail, they called her knuckles. You know, you never know. That's just a little insight into my betting. So all right. Hey, I'm not knocking it. it. Makes sense. Anyway, any hoots? Any hoots? What do you have? Fucking um on Friday, the guys brought up fucking White Lotus and Blockbuster, the Blockbuster show on um Netflix. Have you seen either one of them? Nope. Really? 
No, I haven't. Why not? White Lotus, I had never heard about until you mentioned it. Oh, you want to hear some crazy shit, dog? Yes. So last week, we were talking about, you mentioned White Lotus, right? Yes. And I said, my buddy Chris Mm -hmm. um, used to like a band called Floating Lotus or Flying Lotus. Right. Right? Flying Lotus. And, um, Doug, I hadn't even edited the episode yet. I hadn't fucking nothing. It was just out there in the fucking universe. He fucking texted me, um, like the next day. And he was like, dude, he's like, I heard this song. He's like, there's this band. He's like, I used to dig back in the day, Flying Lotus. He's like, did I ever talk to you about them? And I was like, dog, I just fucking mentioned that shit on the episode I haven't even released yet. So that was some weird shit in the fucking universe where, you know, no, 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 that's not weird shit. You know what that's telling you? What? Watch fucking White Lotus because it's about shit like that. Oh, really? Yes, it fucking is. <laughs> that's so fucking funny. That's telling you, you need to watch White Lotus. Oh, that's crazy. That's All what right. that kind of shit is. It's about shit like that. I just thought it was about like some no. high class resort. No, it's about shit that's all tied in and it is you're in a resort, but there's different couples and somehow they're intertwined and shit happens for a reason. And yes, wasn't there one couple where the dude was going to bang some chick in front of her husband and the dude was going to talk shit to the husband. Then the dude comes home and the wife wants to talk shit to him. I think so, but it reminds me of something, don't it? I don't know. You never know. But um, I think that was the Steve Zent because that's what they were talking about. Who's more popular? You heard that one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Steve Zan or or uh, Jennifer Coolidge? Yeah, I think it was Steve Zan, wasn't it? That was more popular. No, that was uh, watching his wife get banged. Uh, I don't know. It's in the first season. I know it's in the first season. I haven't watched the whole first season. Oh, I didn't even yet. know that happened. I was just joking. I, I was talking about Spot. Oh. oh. I was going to say, I don't remember that part. But hey, I'll go back and watch it again. That sounds interesting. No, no, I don't no. need the details. But uh, no, but I would say Jennifer Coolidge is more recognizable. I don't know if the name is a household name. The, the faces. Yeah, the face a, definitely. Spot does a killer fucking impression. That was the best impression I've ever heard him do. And the fact that it's a female is fucking hilarious. If he could sub out all his nastiness and just like pop in with Jennifer Coolidge impressions, that'd be cool. Yeah, it's almost like, I can't even explain it. It's almost like, almost Bruce Jenner. Where he's like, yeah, almost Caitlyn yeah. Jenner. But just there's something about it where where he takes the fucking essence of Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, if she croaked, he could be her fucking voiceover <laughs> for the rest of life. Definitely. I'm just saying, yeah, he could do it. But you know, I I don't know if you want to go rapid fire before we bounce, but I I think it's about time to wrap this bitch up. Not nah, Tulsa King. Have you seen Tulsa King? No. Dude. I don't. I don't watch a whole lot of shit, to be Tulsa honest. Tulsa King, hey, Tulsa King, fucking Rambo is bat, right? Rambo. That's so what I'm hearing. Show. That's what I'm hearing. Hey, and he takes over. He gets, I don't know, something happens. He comes home from prison. His his team in New York ain't doing so hot, and he ends up in fucking Tulsa, Oklahoma, and he goes and punks this dude that owns a weed club into buying his protection for twenty percent. 
and and that's really all I need to say because then it just gets trippy after that. But then he's messing with like some uh some she's like I forgot what she is, but she's like a federal worker somehow. She works for like the ATF or some bullshit, and he's stabbing and he met her at the bar and and but it's cool. Tulsa King is the shit. I talked about White Lotus. What about fucking Yellowstone? You fuck with Yellowstone yet? Me either. We see eye to eye on that one. <laughs> okay. And then BMF season two is coming out January like sixth, I think. I've already watched it. BMF season two? No, you haven't. No. You haven't even seen season one. What you talking no, about? I haven't. You know what I've been watching a lot lately? Huh? On Pluto TV because I'm too cheap. I uh, canceled my YouTube TV. <laughs> Dog, that is the most hood shit you ever said in your whole life. What's that? Pluto Pluto TV. Well, fuck it. Hey, you know what? Our buddy's been coming in handy lately, and he's been coming through. So fuck it. I canceled all my cable shit, all my shit. I, I was like, fuck that. And then the free shit is like uh, Pluto and Tubi. You know yeah. what I mean? And, yeah. and Pl- Pluto's been coming in. So anyways, fucking. Uh, what the fuck was I going to say? <laughs> you fucked me you, up. Was- you said you were, something you've been watching on Pluto TV. Oh, fucking uh, Three's Company. Mr. Furley and Mr. Oh, Roper. Fuck yeah, that's the shit. You, you fuck with those or no? Fuck yeah, I used to fuck with that shit so hard. Who's your... Okay, so question. I got a, I got a question. Who's your favorite blonde? Uh, Chrissy, Terry, or uh, was the middle one? Was there a middle one? Yeah, there was. It was Terry was the nurse, Chrissy, and then there was another one. Well, since I don't remember the third one, I'm going to say the third one's out. I would say Chrissy. She was the hottest one to you? I think so. I like Terry. Terry was my favorite. Not me. Terry was a little manly to me. Terry was? The nurse? Yeah. yeah. Bro, she'd fix you if you were hurt. I guess, but I don't know. All right. Um, Agree or disagree? No, no, no. That actually works out perfect. This is what I would tell my friends. When we would have a situation like this in real life, I would say- Sorrentino? I would say that's why we're fucking homies, right? Because if think about it, if you and your homie are always fuck are are into the same type of chick, you're always butting heads, you're always going after the same chick, isn't that just getting in the way of your friendship? If if you have different types, right? You could go for the uh, Terry, I could have the Chrissy, and then we'd be cool. We'd right. be homies. We'd still be homies. We could all go out together, right? We absolutely could. So that's why that's why I'm looking at it like that's not a problem. And it's not a I agree to disagree. It's just fucking that's just that's actually that's why we're friends. Oh, we we can disagree, but yeah, that is why we're friends. <laughs> but yes, there was Chrissy Noel Snow. There was Cindy Snow. That was the middle one. Cindy yeah, Snow. you're right. You're right. You're right. Cindy Snow. That was Chrissy's uh cousin. And then there was uh Terry Alden, who was the so- nurse. So did Janice ever get any love? I don't know. She uh no, I don't think so. Janice had that fucking that mullet that I think fucking I couldn't get past. You, what do you mean you couldn't get past? What's that mean? She fucking I could that shit was so unattractive. That oh, mullet yeah. she had? Yeah, no, I, yeah. I just, it, and if you watch through the years, it's kind of changed up, but yeah, you know. Okay, so Mrs. Roper or Janet or Janice or whatever her name is. Jan- Janet. It was Janet. All right. You're not stabbing Mrs. Roper, are you? <laughs> no, that's I, I just wanted to see what you were saying. What was Mr. Roper's name again? Uh, Henry or whatever his fucking name was. Remember, she used to always fucking have that voice. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. What was it? 
Mr. I, I mean, Mr. Roper, and then there was Mr. Furley. Yeah. Who's okay? So Mr. Furley, Mr. Roper. Like my favorite? Yeah. Oh, Furley, of course. Oh yeah, Mr. Furls. Yeah, Mr. Roper was Doug. It, it, it's just like sometimes when they replace somebody, it, it's just like. And did you hear how they replaced Mr. Uh, Roper? No. Well, there was actually there is when they were trying to think of a replacement for Mr. F um, Roper. And they were like, we need to get somebody. And they had said, we want like a Don Knotts type. Right. Okay. And they had a discussion and then they were like, well, what the fuck is Don Knotts doing now? They're like, let's hit him up. Turned out Don Knotts was fucking right place, right time. Right. Then we have fucking Mr. Furley. So they were actually looking for a person like him and they actually got the fucking dude. They just snagged him. How fucking dope is that? No, that is dope. We got to end our shit on that. We do. After show, but later, episode number 159. We will see you guys in episode number 160.